You're listening to Illuminate Your Practice, a podcast designed for docs on a mission to align their life and practice. I'm your host, Dr. Christy Wick. I'm a practicing chiropractor, CEO, mom boss, and interior design junkie. I've worked with hundreds of DCs to grow their practices with patients they love, teams that are loyal, and profits that continue to grow. I think we can all agree that your practice isn't truly thriving until your life and business are coexisting in harmony. So if you're ready to bring your whole self to practice, you're in the right place. Let's jump in. Well, hey, everybody. Welcome to Illuminate Your Practice. I hope you're having an amazing day whenever you are listening to this. We are going to jump into a mindset moment today. And this is the very first time that you are having a direct post move my body thought from me. So I am sweaty right now. I just did some walking outside. I'm doing my best to kind of test my body and see as I am healing from some chronic fun stuff. Um, I haven't been able to work out the last few months like I normally do. And so the last two weeks, I am taking it little by little and seeing what my body is capable of. And it is a glorious like 80 degrees in Wisconsin today. And I love to just get outside and let my brain wander on those days. And so you're going to get the brain wanderings (laughs) probably over the summer here. I honestly think I do my best thinking when I am moving. So I'm excited to be able to bring you things directly from my brain right to the podcast, Mike. I didn't even shower. Full disclaimer. (laughs) So here's what I have for you today. It is a combination of a few things. And What sparked this thought is yesterday, I had my peer-led mastermind call. So I have a few women in completely different businesses, none of them are chiropractors, that we do a call once a month. We all have similar like business mindset and goals, and we just support each other. And so we had our call yesterday, and we always do a little update, and then we share the things that we are craving support on. And while I was doing my update, I was talking a little bit about what has been happening in my life for the last few months. Most of you, if you're avid listeners to the podcast, you know we've had some team transitions in my practice. And so for right now, we have basically five brand new staff members you know, administrative, not docs in the practice right now. Well, we have four staff members, one intern. And I was talking to these women in my mastermind about how when I have new work relationships, I always have this thought that based on my schedule and my life makeup with my two companies, and, you know, right now I adjust nine hours a week, I I adjust three afternoon shifts. And then usually like once a month, I have a Saturday as well. So I'm adjusting nine to 12 hours a week at the very most when I add in a Saturday. But obviously running two companies of this size, the work never ends. My schedule is very weird. And right now, all of my health appointments are like a part-time job (laughs) that unfortunately I have to fit in during the week when I have other things going on. So long story short, I was telling these women that when I have new work relationships, 
I always have this fear that the work relationship is going to start off on the foot that these new team members are think I'm lazy. <laughs> and I have like this cush schedule and I don't do anything. And as it was coming out of my mouth, I was like, oh gosh, like A, it is what it is. Even if they did think that, like, why should I care about their perception? But here's what came back from my lovely women, literally some chuckles. And then the really clear statement that was, Christy, I don't think anyone could ever think that you're lazy, maybe intense, maybe a bit in a lot of things, but lazy, I don't think so. And the more I got to thinking about this, the more I wanted to share it with you because this is a great example of like my primary fear. So when I struggle, when I kind of get in my head and I worry about things that I shouldn't waste my time worrying about, let's be honest, it is very commonly like 90% plus of the time related to this overarching concept that I am worried that people will think that I am bad or like out of integrity. That is like my primary fear. And I have been able to name that thanks to Enneagram work, really figuring out my Enneagram type and learning more about the primary fears, the core fears of each type has helped me tremendously in naming when I do have anxiety, when I am on that worry spiral. Like I said, almost all of the time, it boils down to this fear of other people's perception that I am bad, that I am not right or good. Which in conjunction with this laziness concept, here's my big thought from from my walk for you. Who the hell said that working all the time and having a traditional like nine to five or whatever the heck schedule, who said that that was right? Who? Where does that even come from? And how have I adopted enough of that societal thought process that because I have a different schedule and I work in a different way and I have, you know, different entrepreneurial type situations that lead me to not have a traditional quote unquote work week, like how the hell does that make me A, lazy and B, bad for being lazy? Craziness. It's absolute craziness when you think about it. And I wanted you to hear this because I wondered how many of you have been able to actually name your majority fear, let's call it. I would venture to guess that most of you, when you are in that worry spiral, when you are having moments of not being able to let things go that you would like to let go, my guess is that oftentimes it is related to some sort of majority fear. Like there's some concept or thought process that really keeps you stuck in that place. And I think there's a multitude of ways that you can figure out what that core fear is. As I mentioned already, I think Enneagram is a great way to do it. But honestly, you could literally just take a notebook and start writing out the scenarios in your life 
that you really felt like you held on to difficult emotions or, you know, opinions of others for way longer than you could have, like you weren't able to move past it in a time frame that you felt was healthy for your own, like with your own litmus test, so to speak. What do all of those things have in common? What specifically comes up for you over and over again? And I always talk about how, you know, as teachers, we teach what we need to learn the most. And that is a huge reason why I talk about the whole you know, hustle concept and work and burnout and all of that, because I am 100% wired, like I am innately wired by, you know, my societal, you know, whatever my environment was growing up and beyond, like even now, for sure, like I am wired that doing more is better and working more is better. And proving to other people that I have a better work ethic. And I mean, all this is gross when it comes out, right? But this is my primary area that I honestly don't think will ever go away. It's a constant, never-ending process of dismantling that belief system and really adopting a, a completely shifted set of vocabulary around work and effort and progress. And for the first time ever, I am starting to see that I don't have to push everything into place. It is possible for me to surrender and let things fall into place. That's scary at first. It is, and I I will always be radically honest with all of you, you know, right now in the practice, it's both exhilarating because we are hitting crazy growth numbers, you know, the likes that I've only seen one other time in the history of my practice as far as like the percentage of month over month growth. But we're not marketing, like it's almost brings up this irrational fear that, oh my gosh, this is never going to be sustainable because it's just happening. When really the narrative needs to switch to, what if this would have happened a lot a long time ago if I were to have stopped caring so much and stopped pushing so hard? It's a really interesting thought process. So I would love to know about your primary fear. This is the stuff that I geek out about. I think that a big part of why I was put on this earth was to understand women at a deeper level so that I can help them show up and surrender to the flow and be willing to reap the benefits of an amazing life without feeling like they have to put themselves into this crazy hamster wheel in the process. Again, I'm learning it actively along with you, but there's so many different fears that I think you can name and then you can choose to stop perpetuating those fears. It's just a matter of doing the work to figure out how to name it. And I highly encourage you, if any of you feel like you aren't sure what 
it is once you do some of that work yourself of just trying to identify the patterns, then talk to each other about it. Talk to your closest confidant, talk to your your spouse, whatever it may be. But I would bet many of you have similar things going on in your brain sometimes to me. And all of you could benefit from being able to actually identify those moments when you have irrational thoughts that you would like to replace with a completely new narrative. So that's what I have for you today. Another quick little mindset moment for you. And I'm confident I have talked about something like this in the past in the podcast. But here's the thing. This is the stuff you'll hear from me more than once, because this is the stuff that makes change happen. This is it. I promise if you are willing to go to the place in your heart and in your brain to actually uncover some of these patterns, these are the things that set you free to a completely different thought process in your day-to-day and honestly, so much more joy. Because instead of being stuck in that neuroplastic loop of whatever that primary core fear is, you'll be able to actually recognize it. And really, this is your own way of giving yourself a little mental adjustment and nudging that neuroplastic pattern so that we can change it. We can create a new one. We can help you learn to identify when these things are happening. And that is honestly the greatest gift you could ever give yourself. So let's talk about this in the Facebook group. I will make sure that we have a prompting post when this episode comes out so that we can chat about fears and be willing to share. It's a safe place and absolutely a great place to start this discussion. So I will leave you today with, if this is your jam, if you love learning more about you and you love figuring out these patterns so that you can be there at your best level for others. I mean, ultimately, when I do this work, that's what I always think about. I always think about wanting to obviously be the best version of myself for me and my family, but also for anyone that I'm around on a regular basis. I want to be able to operate from a place of love and abundance and flow instead of fear and perception and, you know, worry of judgment. I really invite you to join me in this work at our signature event, um, Camp Illuminate. This is my third annual. This is the event I dreamt about when I started this company. So please join us if this is your thing. You have to be willing, obviously, to go to the feeling place and you have to have an open mind. So we have limited guest spots available. You can head on over to theilluminatedsquad.com slash camp, C-A-M-P. All the details are in the show notes. It's at the end of September in beautiful Wisconsin. And I can't wait to see you there. Have a great day, surrender, and let's go through the flow together. 